Hello and welcome to African History Blog, another session of our regular podcasts and posts. Uh, during the last podcast, we were talking about the relation between uh, 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 Pan-Africanism and the rise of nationalism in Africa itself. We got to discover the importance of W.E.B. Dubois, Marcus Garvey and uh, Sylvester Williams uh, of, uh, during the rise of nationalism and uh, the wave of independence that subsequently blew in Africa in the 1960s. And uh, as usual, I usually say what we're going to talk about in the next post, but not during the last one, uh, which gives us some ground to improvise here and speak about actually uh, something in the world. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II, long-lasting monarch of the United Kingdom and several other countries, is dead. She died at the age of 96 after ruling for about 70 years uh, since 1952. Um, We're going to talk today about the relationship between Africa and Queen Elizabeth II and and the British crown and monarchy in general. Now, you know, the way it was received uh, uh, throughout the world is very, very mixed. You know, a lot of leaders of several countries have sent their their sympathies and condolences uh, to the crown, uh, while others have been highly... Uh, uh, who have been highly disgruntled with the crown for, for, for years and decades, almost a century perhaps, where they are actually celebrating and they are rejoicing over her death. Now, to understand the contrast between these reactions, you need to go back a little bit in history. Now, honestly, uh, when I do this podcast, usually I have like notes and uh, a lot of things prepared. I've gathered a lot of material and information uh for people to understand and assess the the historical accuracy better but today let's just call it a special podcast because i'm not going to do that i'm not going to use notes or anything i'm just going to speak from the heart here you know as somebody who has been under the jolt of colonialism as an african person uh 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 i'm just going to speak from my heart here and give some perspective as to why some people are actually happy about the death of the queen. You know, it's a gory thing to say. It might seem radical to some people, but I hope that after I've given uh, 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 my perspective, which is not going to lie, the perspective of a lot of African people and people around the world generally who have been under, who have been under British colonialism, uh, I hope you guys are going to understand eventually at the end. Queen Elizabeth reigned for long, as long as generations and generations, about two or three generations have known just her as monarch of uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, She has been so long that everybody has got comfortable to the fact that she's there. And some people actually hope that she was going to be around forever, but that's not the case. And uh, as she's gone, her son, uh, uh, Charles, is going to be king charles iii now he's going to be the one taking over the reins of the commonwealth of the united kingdom and uh, of several other countries who have the 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 british monarch as their head which is scandalous because we're in 2022 i don't know how this is still sliding through but anyway uh, we're going to get to that now the british crown sits over an incredible wealth 
an incredible world the queen's personal world is estimated to around 500 million dollars and that's her own personal world which is unrelated to that of the crown which actually goes to billions actually and the truth is that that world that they are sitting on is generational world that they have that has been stolen from people for centuries for many many centuries these people have been committing a lot of atrocities uh, 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 around the world and acquiring wealth uh, 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 from people who had nothing to do with them for a lot of centuries you know and uh, uh, the, the exactions of the british empire uh, uh, have caused a lot of pain around the world including in africa particularly you know so some people who were saying that it's a grandmother it's a lady someone has died was supposed to show respect well the people that they killed were also people's mothers daughters granddaughters uh, uh, sons uh, uh, fathers and all of that but they didn't get to live as long and in that level of wealth and uh societal advantages because it had to go to one person so i don't see why we should really be mourning that in particular you know and some people are trying to distance the british empire and britain and what britain has done throughout the centuries from the crown which is which doesn't actually make sense does it because before uh, 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 it was decided that the the the, the role of the british monarchy was going to be just symbolic and ceremonial they actually had the, all of the power in the in the british empire and most of the world that i see enjoying today it was actually built from those times but not only you know the world also was built even after the whole became symbolic because there has still been part of some level of decision making in the interest of the country and they have also had the power to actually change some laws which actually benefited them you know uh, uh, elizabeth during her, her long 70 year reign actually changed uh, uh, or actually influenced the change of a lot of laws that actually protected her own wealth throughout this while now the beef if i'm going to call it like that the beef that people have with the monarchy extends to so 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 many things you know and i personally i believe that she is very very responsible for the exactions that were committed throughout the world while she was uh, a queen uh, 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 in india in africa uh, uh, and all around the world i believe that she was responsible similarly i don't distance her from it particularly and i'm going to tell you guys why the major reason why actually is that the queen herself is somebody who is supposed to be on the forefront and heavily aware of the brutality of colonialism it's not like it's not like she she wasn't yet born or anything she was there you know when she actually learned that she was going to be queen when her father george had died when she learned that she was going to be queen she was not in the united kingdom she was in kenya one of the countries which had suffered so much under the jar of colonialism she was there and she was living in a resort there with her husband uh prince philip uh she was there for 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 a while when she had the the the, the call the, the telegram the information anyway that she was going to be queen and that her father had her her father had died 
you know the question is what was she doing in kenya where in kenya was she particularly the official version usually tell us that it was land that was given by the kenyans uh, 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 for her it was like a whole resort that was given for the, uh, by the kenyans for her stay and all but the truth is that's highly inaccurate because that period in 1952 was at the height of the mao mao revolt and rebellion that was occurring in kenya at the moment why was that rebellion actually occurring for that for you guys to understand i'm going to give you guys some a little bit of etymology and background story in regards to that now the Mao Mao revolt was actually a war opposing Britain and the Kenya Land and Freedom Army, also known as the Mao Mao. Now, it was a, 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 a joint mixed forces of different Kenyan tribes, uh, uh, ethnicities rather, and uh, they actually picked up arms. Remember, note that the, their name is the Kenya Land and Freedom Army. The land part is very, very important in, in this. Why? Because that arms revolt that they were leading was the culminating response to colonial rule that kenya had been facing throughout a, a, a decade way way before queen elizabeth was there now the british presence had actually been marked by dispossession through violence even before 1895 even before the proper colonialism and colonization of uh, of kenya Kenya's interior was forcibly opened for British settlements there. There were actually several conflicts, but the British, with their machine guns, carried out atrocities against the native population there, which actually benefited, you know, it's like the, the, during wars, the, uh, the people that benefit the most is the gun and weaponry industry. During that period, who was it actually benefiting? It was benefiting Mr. Hiram Maxim, the inventor of the automatic uh, machine guns at that time. And... Uh, a member of the British Parliament in nineteen in eighteen ninety four, uh, I think it's Sir Charles Dyke, actually pointed that in the House of Commons that this war that you guys are uh, doing there inside these colonialism wars are benefiting mostly just one person, and it's Hiram Maxim who had actually invented that. I was actually supplying the British Army with those weapons. Now the problem actually grew bigger when the settlers actually started coming in nineteen zero two. In Kenya, and they were given disproportion, uh, disproportionate uh, uh, shares of land, and encouraged the natives to come uh, to become wage laborers for Europeans inside their own land. When I mean encourage, it's in quotes because the encouragement there was heavy, heavy taxes on the local people who could not pay and had no choice but to become uh, laborers for shameful and disgraceful wages. I mean, in modern times, it's going to be like working. Uh, 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 10 hours per day and at the end of it you are giving one dollar for it for heavy intensive work in the farms heavy very very physical work you know it's it's embarrassing during that period they were given horrible horrible wages but they were forced to do that because they didn't have a choice it's either that or they were unable to pay the taxes that the british government imposed on them and they were either arrested or killed it was very very arbitrary and it was inside their own land, inside their own country, on their own land that was stolen and seized by the settlers with the complicity of the, 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 the British government. Now, it, it wasn't actually only that. Despite the fact that they were paid incredibly low wages, the most humiliating part of it is that 
they had to carry what was known as kipandes. Kipandes were identity badges for local uh, 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 Kenyans who had to wear it on their necks in order for them to be present and justify their presence inside the lands of the settlers inside the lands in quotes obviously because that was stolen land as i was pre as I, uh, precise before now to understand the, the 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 impact of it and how much damage was done the settlers actually seized seven million acres of the most fertile kikuyu land and uh, uh, there were only like twenty-seven thousand to thirty thousand of them over the, when i said disproportionately large shares of land i wasn't joking it was extremely large and to contrast in that similarly they confined more than 1 million native kenyans more than 1 million in just about 18 kilometers square of land inside their own country on their own land the expropriation even grew worse and it was even worse in the land this is this is only kikuyu land that i'm talking about because the expropriation was even worse in the land of the maasai and the nandi people in kenya it was even worse there the, 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 the European settlers were taking huge amounts of land and it was the most arable and most fertile land in valleys where in valleys and the most beautiful places that they were taking and they were confining the Kenyans to very rocky, rocky difficult places and just like a little bit of it for a large and abnormally large population of people. Now, let's fast forward a little bit. We, understanding that and understanding the difficulty in it, it, there were bound to be some rebellions actually against British rule during and under those laws, those severe laws that the British were implementing. And to remember that one of the favorite punishment of British people for literally any single offense, especially the settlers, was corporal punishment and flogging. Like, settlers just... Uh, 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 for any single offense literally they'll just tie a native to the pole and flog him and uh, and beat him to almost uh, uh, near death and some were even killed directly just for it without any form of justice it was really really arbitrary and remember that this is inside their own land these are people that have been living in their land forever and these people just barge in with their weapons killed them tortured them, committed a lot of atrocities and owned the land and bullied them into coming to work uh, 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 heavy, 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 tiring work for barely any wage, you know? And the system actually implemented that and the system actually forced them to be doing that, you know? Now, the Mao Mao was a militant group wing of political uh, 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 representation and freedom in Kenya. This is already like in the 1940s, like after the war. They actually demanded that the land be returned to the Kenyans. And note that they had fought for Britain in World War II, as I had mentioned in my previous uh, podcast when I was talking about the rise of nationalism and the influence of the world wars. This was also one of the big, biggest influences. I actually see it being in lights here in what I'm talking about. They actually fought for Britain in World War II and they literally got no recognition for it. And that's the reason why, with addition to what they were facing still in their country and all, they had to pick arms and fight against the colons. Now, they did and they fought their guerrilla warfare for a while, but the military superiority was overwhelming. So eventually, the revolt was crushed, but it is the way in which it was crushed that caused a bigger problem, actually. That's one of the biggest problems that people actually hold at heart. You get? It's because the British, uh, 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 they actually responded by, first of all, 
painting to the international world that the Mao Mao were irrational, savage, violent, and depraved of all morals, and they wanted to take Kenya back to the old bad days of, of uh, the old bad days before the British rule. You understand? Why these people were just people who were reclaiming the land and they were tired of the ill treatment that had been happening to their people all this while. But propaganda made that they were painted in a bad way. And when they were painted in the bad way like that, and the British opinion and the, the population of the, of the world, the general public opinion was that the Mao Mao are savages who are very irrational and had to be dealt with. They actually... Uh, use that as an excuse and in 1952 not the date because i'm going to come back to it in 1952 they implemented two stages of the atrocious plan actually they arrested about 180 innocent natives and declared these people to be the mao mao leaders and subjected six of them to a violent show trial you get they just pick random people and to seem like they were doing something they actually labeled them as mao mao leaders and made an example out of them but when the violence actually increased within the colonists and all, they implemented the second part of the plan, which was, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was horrible. The second part consisted of a vast villagization program, in quotes. That's how they called it, villagization, of over 1 million rural Kikuyu people. They actually made a sweep over Nairobi, looked for people who were either suspected sympathizers of the 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 mao mao people or actual mao mao people or even some innocent people throughout nairobi they did that and they actually formed a villagization program but it was in fact a concentration camp nazi style these people had fought uh, 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 nazism and fascism throughout europe for years during the second world war with the participation of africans of course and they took a leaf out of Hitler's book and came and implemented it the same way what they were fighting against in Africa, in Kenya particularly. They created a concentration camp, Nazi style, where the most horrible tortures actually happened. It's actually gory to describe, but to give you some perspective, a lot of people, they were actually, actually for fun, they actually participated in the raping of a lot of people not sexual rape like in the whole sense of it they actually they were actually using crude tools like uh, they would tie barbed wires on sticks and broken but they would tie barbed wires on sticks and anally rape the men that were inside the concentration camp for fun and the women it was even it was similar they would take uh, uh, broken bottles and insert them and glue them to sticks and rape the women severally and they are going to die through bleeding these were the kind of things that were practiced there. Life, real things that these people were doing to the Kenyan people uh, 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 in the 1950s. In the 1950s. I'm precising that very well here. You know? And for while uh, 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 reports actually came out of it, but the British government denied any, any of these things for decades. They denied and denied and denied. It's only in 2012 that the British government admitted the torture and ill-treatment committed uh, 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 in these concentration camps against the Kikuyu people, against the Mao Mao people. You know, these people had been doing this, and this is only one example, but I'm going to stick to the example of Kenya particularly. Why? Because, like I told you guys, in 1952, the, 1950s, the year that I mentioned before when these things were happening, the Queen was actually present in Kenya during that moment. 
You understand? So this is not something that she was slowly. She actually knew it implies that she actually knew what was happening in Kenya. She knew what had happened for her to get the land where her and Philip were on. What was happening in that country, you know? She was still calling them colonists because they were colonists. So she was an active participant in these things. It's not like she was aware. So I don't like the separation. Uh, it's not like she was not aware. So I don't like the separation that people make between her and these uh, 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 things. You understand? So this is just one example of one country. And the people of these countries have been carrying the sequel of all of this violence and wickedness and evil that the British Empire had been committing in their hearts for generations and generations. They have been holding this at heart. And the people, the settlers in most of these countries, they see on large parts of large parts of land. I mean, one of the biggest world of the British crown is land. They have land all over the world. It's actually estimated that they own about 6% of the, of the land on the planet. 6%. You cannot even calculate how much that is. It's so huge. And how were all of these acquired? Through colonialism and barbaric activities. And it's funny because the word that they actually give out is that they came to civilize these people. While they were the actual savages for the acts and perpetrations that they were committing in these areas. It's actually very scandalous, you know. And not only that, what is the symbol of power of the British monarchy? The crown, right? The crown of the queen, Queen Elizabeth II, before she passed. The crown of the British royal that her son is going to wear is encrusted with the largest cut diamond ever found. It was found in South Africa in 1910 and it was stolen. By the British and sent, and it was actually engraved into the crown that the Queen still wears. And we were, were supposed to be that she doesn't know where that comes from. Even the sept, even the, 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 the jewel on her scepter, it comes from India. Was supposed to be that she was not aware of what was happening. It's just telling herself lies and being naive. She knew she was aware, she is the sovereign. And the truth is that the problem even that we're actually highlighting here is not a beef or a problem against Elizabeth herself particularly. It is a problem with the institution. The institution that represents the British monarchy and crown and the exactions that they have been committing. And they are actually benefiting, they are still benefiting from all of what they had acquired during colonialism. All of the wealth, all of the gold, all of the diamonds, the palaces, the 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 and everything, and they are still feeding off the Brit, the average British citizen's tax uh, uh, tax money. In addition to that, her funeral is going to be funded by not only that, but by also the taxpayers' money, millions of 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 of, of pounds. While uh, uh, the average British people are suffering from the drought of the war between Ukraine and Russia. People are having pharaohnominous uh, uh, bills. Uh, uh, I hope the word is right. People are having large, huge, heavy bills to pay uh, 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 for, for water and electricity, especially when winter is coming. And these people can barely pay their bills because it is abnormally high because Russia is not supplying them anymore. Why these people still have to pay millions and millions to fund the, the, the funeral of, uh, of, 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 of Elizabeth? 
you see that it's the institution that, had, that has been around for so long and it's fat it's sad because i feel like people have the stockholm syndrome because there are still some african people some people who are in the colonized world who are actually mourning the queen or feel bad about the queen it's a disgrace it is embarrassing it's embarrassing for you to have to go through all of that your ancestor have to go through all of that and you still mourn your oppressor so i'm just going to blame it on ignorance because a lot of people have been brainwashed and uh, uh, uh britain for years as you see they have been denying all of their exactions they have been trying to wipe their slate clean in regards to colonialism but it is still visible we can still find it and those of us who know it it's our duty to educate those who don't know for them to understand that mourning the queen actually it's an embarrassment our ancestors are actually rolling in their graves watching this because they had to fight hard and die uh, 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 for their independence to note also the queen was the, the queen took power uh, 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 took the reins of of of, of britain in 1952 and most of the wars of colonialism were in the 1960s she was aware she had she had been in power for eight years already while people were still being killed and fighting for their independence independence was not just granted to african countries and other parts of the world no people had to die several several rev uh, 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 revolutions revolts and the rebellions had to happen and a lot of people had to die for this thing to actually come to pass while she was already in power it's not like she doesn't visit the museum she knows the artifacts that have been stolen all of the artifacts that are in the british museum right now when she visits she knows that these are not the artifacts she knows that these were stolen uh, 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 around the world from colonized people around the world and actually put in british museums why are there egyptian mummies in the british museum it also means that it's only fair that the Egyptians similarly request for the 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 the, the tombstone or or, or 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 whatever of Elizabeth II as she's dead and take it to Egyptians museum to to be viewed similarly. That also sounds fair, right? It doesn't make sense to you. So and it shouldn't also make sense that our stuff are in their museum still today. This is 2022. It doesn't make sense at all. So this is the problem that African people. Who are enlightened and who understand the, the the geopolitics of it all have with the british crown you know uh, 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 the party of julius malema in south africa actually released a statement and a lot of people loved that statement he actually ended the statement with if there's anything after death may elizabeth get what she deserves because she deserves uh, 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 the worst honestly she had 70 years to think 70 years to reminisce and understand that these our people us similarly we have committed so many people uh, uh, so many atrocities even in kenya where she was and she knows what, what was happening no apology or even an acknowledgement has ever occurred from them not even once they have never acknowledged it the crown they haven't they haven't acknowledged it and that will have even so far that will have to some extent suffice it's not like the people actually want some level of reparation for everything that was there because if inter suddenly says that they want rep uh, reparation from the british empire they stole over 47 trillion of world over there if they are asked to pay them back britain is going to go broke 
Yet they ruined countries like that. They ruined countries like that similarly in Africa. And they are surprised that we are actually strong economically one way or the other. They are actually surprised that there is a migratory uh, migration crisis in Europe. When they actually came here, devastated our countries, and now we cannot get our heads out of the water. So we feel like there's a better life out there. So people are actually brave enough to go across the sea, travel across the desert, go across the sea, uh, face uh, 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 slavery and slave trade that is still occurring in Libya, which the Western world actually still destroyed in participation with the United Kingdom. They still destroyed and right now the country is in ruins and people pass there and there is still modern slave trade going there. These people brave all of that because they feel like ahead there is nothing left for them here and for uh, the, 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 the future is only there for greener pastures. That is the understanding of it. That is the, impl the implications of all of what has been happening. You know, you can trace it as far back as you want, but it's still going to come back to the same fact. So this is how people from the colonized world view or are supposed to view Queen Elizabeth, her father, and everybody who was there before, and now Prince Charles. This is how we're supposed to view them because it is historically accurate. These are things that really happened. So uh, uh, in that light, uh, this is why I was bringing up the point. This is why I made this particular podcast. Like I said, you guys are hearing me unravel because I don't have any notes to actually guide me and give me specificities as to what I'm supposed to talk about. I'm not just spitting and narrating facts, uh, historical facts and dates and all like I usually do. This is me speaking from the heart, saying everything that I have witnessed, understood, or have been under, or systems have been placed, and I have been under. Same as my African brothers, same as my brothers of different countries, the Caribbean, wherever around the world, who have been under the jowl of colonialism in general. This is how we're supposed to view it. So these people who still know this, because for some it's ignorance and they have been brainwashed, like I said, to understand and, and, and worship these people. But for us who know it and understand it and still mourn the queen, shame on them. Shame on you if you're listening to me. Because you are an embarrassment to your ancestors and everything that they represented. The British people, you guys can mourn your queen or whatever. That's fine. Uh, 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 you guys, the world is based on that and whatever. That's fine. It's also okay to mourn your person. But that person is not our person. So we are not going to mourn. In fact, it's okay for you to even celebrate uh, uh, if she's gone. So I'm going to end it here because I feel like I've been unraveling a lot. And just more venom is going to keep coming up and coming up. So uh, I'm going to end here. Uh, thanks to guy Thank you guys for listening to... to uh, uh, African history blog podcast uh, uh, today. Uh, today, I'm not also going to say what we're going to talk about next, but I'm sure we're going to get back on course of our historical uh, 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 path unless something comes up similarly. Thanks for listening. Uh, 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 enjoy your day. And uh, please don't forget to like, uh, uh, support, and, and also uh, uh, donate uh, for, for my research similarly. And follow... Brain Foods on Twitter. Follow United in Mind on Twitter. She hosts the most amazing spaces uh, uh, where you can actually uh, 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 discuss all of these. Try to get more understanding and knowledge in regards to pertaining to all of these issues. Uh, 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 try to educate yourself similarly and get more knowledge. Have a good day, everyone, and bye-bye. Uh,